Hello everyone, good to see you. My name is Anklein Mulman. Our website is cwowi.eu, Church Without Walls International. We are part of a network of house churches worldwide. You can find a lot of that on our website or if you go to cwowi.org, many videos and so on. That's what we do. But my video today is about what do you believe he can do for you? Because oftentimes what the Lord does for us is according to our faith. And I've been thinking about the scripture in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and to do super abundantly more than all we dare to ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers and hopes and dreams, according to his power that is at work in us. Wow, that says a lot. It says he is able. So God is able. He's able to carry out his purpose. And I think that's for next year too. Now we are, uh, this new year today or tomorrow actually. This is the last day of 2023. But what can you believe for him? What can you believe that he will do for you next year, the coming year? Because he is able to carry out his purpose. He is able to do super abundantly more than all we dare to ask or think and infinitely beyond our greatest hopes and prayers and dreams. Amazing. But it's according to his power that is at work in us. So super abundantly means more than enough. He is above the ordinary. And he is able, the word able is, comes from dunamai, dynamite power. He has the dynamite power. So God is not a problem because he's able. He can do it. He has the power. But why do we oftentimes not experience it? It might be according to our faith, because many times the Lord says, according to your faith, be it unto you. For instance, in Matthew chapter 9, it starts with verse 27. There you have two blind men. They were following Jesus. And they had a revelation that he is the son of God because they cried out, son of God. Let me read it. Matthew 9, 27. Okay, this says, son of David. Son, I mean, son of David. I'm sorry. Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind man came to him and Jesus said to him, to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? Do you believe I'm able to do this? And they said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. Okay, so when they called Jesus son of David, it's not just a statement of where he came from, you know, his ancestors, but it's a messianic title. And when people refer to Jesus as the son of David, it meant that they knew that he was a long-awaited Messiah, the deliverer, the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies. But the Lord says, okay, do you believe? He still asked, although they had... That revelation that he is the Messiah, he still asked, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And then he said, yes, Lord. And then he said, according to your faith, to your faith, let it be to you. So this was not a sovereign move of the Lord by the Lord. Not like, okay, I will bless them. It's my grace and so on. I will heal them. No, it was according to their faith. And according to is an interesting word. It means it comes from a higher place to a lower place. So it, you could say your faith brings something down. For instance, the power for healing, so to speak, it comes from him, but it has to go according to. It comes uh, down from that higher place. So they got a healing according to their faith because they had a revelation of who Jesus was, a revelation from the Father. We see a kind of similar story in Matthew chapter 20. Start with verse 29. Also two blind men, they were sitting by the road. 
And when they heard that Jesus was passing by, he was passing by. He was not there to visit them and to say, okay, guys, do you want to be uh, well? Do you want to see again? No, he was passing by. But then they cried out. He thought, okay, I will not let him pass by. He has to come to me. So they cried out, have mercy on us, Lord, son of David. And Jesus called them and he said, what do you want me to do for you? Wow. I, at first, I thought years ago, I thought that's a quite a silly question. Blind man, what do you want me to do for you? Of course, that they regained their sight, right? But some, well, you never know. Maybe they just wanted some money. Maybe they had someone else in their family who was ill and wanted the Lord to come over there and heal them. So Jesus called them and said, what do you want me to do for you? So you have to be specific. What do you want the Lord to do for you? What do you have a revelation of? But they still, they also said, Lord, son of David. And then they said, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. And he touched their eyes. And of course, immediately their eyes, uh, they received their sight. Mark 9, it's another story. Another, uh, well, it's not a story. It really happened. A boy was brought to the Lord. And when the boy saw the Lord, he fell on the ground. He rolled around. He was foaming. And then his father asked the Lord, oh, Lord, if you can do anything, please have compassion and help us. And then Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So the father says, if you, if you can do anything, if you can do anything. That is not the issue. The Lord can do anything. He is able to do everything. He's able to do super abundantly more than we ask or believe. That's not the question if he can do it. Of course he can do it. But the question is if you can believe. And if you can believe, then all things are possible to him who believes. You know, belief and having faith comes from having a revelation, a revelation from the Father about your situation, maybe, maybe about a job you need, about healing or finances, that you have the revelation that he will take care of you, that he has made provision for you. So people want to see miracles. They want to see uh, the Lord moving, but they oftentimes think it's a... Uh, it's a sovereign move of him. Now, many times in our lives, he works according to our faith. He is able and he wants to do that. And faith requires a revelation from the Father. Second Peter chapter 1, I've mentioned it a couple of times, the first verse, uh, three verses, no, verse 3 and 4, it says, Accordingly, his power has provided all things that pertain to life and godliness. So everything, his power, his dunamis power, has provided everything that you need in this life and what you need to live a godly life through the knowledge of him, through the knowledge of him who called us to glory and virtue. And the word through is the word dia, so it comes through. It's, it's there, but it has to come to us. So it's through the knowledge of him. It doesn't just happen like that, but it comes through a knowledge. And that knowledge, the word means that we have a first-hand experiential knowledge that we know him, not just in our head, that we not just have heard about him, but there is that revelation that we know the Lord, that we know who he is and what he wants to do for us. So has he provided everything that you need in this life or not? That's the question. Do you believe he has made provision for you? An example, uh, four and a half years ago, we were living in a farmhouse. It was, we rented it not far from where we are living right now. But to our kind of surprise, we heard that it was sold by the owners and we had to move out. 
So we had three months to find another home. So what do you do now? We have seen in our lives provisions and miracles and we've witnessed his faithfulness. So it was not a big problem. We were not scared. We knew he has provided another home for us because everything we need in in our lives has been provided. So we did not shrink back in fear. We did not look at circumstances. And the fact in the natural, it would not be easy to find a good home, you know, a freestanding home with some gardens around it, enough bedrooms and so on. It would not be easy. But we had inside in our spirit, we had peace. So we trusted the peace. And and we tr- uh, instead of looking at the circumstances, and that is a big thing too, that you trust the peace and that your peace mentioned the Lord, the Father has made provision. And we knew he has made provision. But... It was also up to us to do things in the natural. So what did we do in the natural? We went to real estate agents, to um, rental companies. We looked at the on the internet and we trusted that he would guide our steps. And he did. And it didn't take long. I think maybe a couple of weeks. We saw a couple of houses, but this one really uh, resonated in our spirit. And we saw his provision and he indeed gave us what we asked for. We did ask for something. We did ask for enough bedrooms and enough space around us and so on. And he gave us what we asked him. Right? He, um, oftentimes the Lord said, okay, what do you want me to do for you? So we knew, what do you want me to do for you? Okay, Father, we would love you. We would love for you to give us a home that we need for the ministry and so on. And this is what we need. <clears throat> So it's oftentimes in our lives, according to our faith, it's not according to fear. Faith comes by having a revelation from the Father. Fear is that when you look at the circumstances, when you look to the natural, when you start to reason, how can it happen? It's impossible. And when people say, well, that is impossible, you know, but you go by that revelation, you go by the peace that you have. When you go back to Matthew 9, uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, Matthew nine twenty one. That was the story of the uh, the woman with the issue in uh, of blood. Amazing story too. She said, um, it says in verse twenty, a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years came from behind and touched the hem of the Lord's garment. For she said to herself, if only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. And Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, be of good cheer, daughter, your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. So she had an issue of blood and at that time you were unclean. So you can imagine she had heard about Jesus. She knew who he was. She had that revelation, but it required a step from her. It required an action from her. She had to go past her fear because it was not easy to go through the crowds and knowing that what you did was illegal and so on because you were unclean. But she went, what does it say here? She came from behind and she touched the hem of his garment. So at that time, in in in, in the time of Jesus, all the Jews, they had, um, how do you say that? What is the word? They The garments of every Jew had tassels on the hem and they represented the word of God. So she touched the word of God, knowing that maybe that he was the word of God. But she also touched the word of God on all the promises, all the 613 promises also. You know, of our, I mean, the many promises in the Old Testament that she knew that was also for her because there's healing in the Old Testament. And she touched it. And then the Lord said, woman, your faith has made you whole. So what do you do? Can you believe for the next year, even although you see there's so many things going on, 
and so many things could go wrong and could be dangerous, but it's according to your faith. Can you believe that he is able to carry out his purpose in your life, that he is able to do super abundantly more than all you dare to ask or think, and that he is able to do infinitely beyond your highest prayers and dreams and hopes, and it's according to his power, not your power, but according to his power that work in us. So what can you believe that the Lord will do in your life and he will be faithful to do it. See you next time. Bye bye.